What's up and welcome to the Los Wise Guys Podcast. I am your host, Eslam, a.k.a. Rock God of the Sun, accompanied by Dan Papa Sun Killer and Dan Emperor Disco. How's it going, fellas? It's going good. It's going good. You know, happy to be here, as always. Another episode for the masses. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Love the enthusiasm. Today, we will be reviewing Season 2 of Bel Air. Um, Bel Air is the reboot and drum dramatic version of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air that came out a long time ago with Will Smith. And, uh, now we have a whole new cast come back for a second season and, uh, even more drama. Um, the, this, sh- I don't know what to say about this season. Honestly, not too much. It was very similar to the first season mm-hmm. um relationship wise it was the dynamics were again similar mm-hmm. you had uh, some of the same um well, what do you call them like storylines between the characters and their dynamics uh those returned and uh you know we continued the story and and it was good it was good I don't know if it was great, but it was good. I, you know, um, that's like my non-spoiler review. So, uh, what you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I had fun with it. Uh, I said last time when we did a review of season one, I liked this show more than I liked the original uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. Still stands true. Still stands true to me. I'm always gonna prefer drama. Over, mm-hmm. I know you yeah. disagree. I think everybody disagreed with me last time. When yeah. I think everybody in the world is going to disagree with me on this, <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just I, I do enjoy the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but I'm not gonna lie. I just I enjoy the um, I enjoy the stories and and just Bel Air more. Uh, the storytelling there. Um, you know, uh, they introduce a new character in in Doc this season who yeah. doesn't exist in the original uh, thing. Uh, it was an interesting character. You think of him as one way, and then in the end, turns out not that way exactly you know they kind of it was like a little bit of a sure they you know? they presented him as as a black black and white like yeah you as a like yeah, he's exactly. he's an evil person and then you realize like he's playing within this corrupt system and then he's trying to yeah uh he's trying to benefit and he's trying to give other people yeah. benefits yeah. Uh, from he, the he, system yeah exactly so. like he, and they say it all the time it's like that's his hustle but at the same time he's yeah. doing it while also yeah, bettering other people's lives. Yeah, so you, you see where he's coming from. I was like, okay, that was a cool, you know, reveal. But Especially, yeah. uh, he was helping a lot of like kids that don't have the same opportunities exactly. as people from Bel Air. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. But my my personal non spoiler overview of it is uh, I I guess I feel kind of similar to y'all. I. It wasn't like the greatest thing I ever watched, but it was, it had decent drama and, uh, you know, I was there for it. And, uh, I, I don't know if I would watch it if it wasn't for the podcast, to be honest, yeah. uh, I'll throw that out there, but you know, cause I did watch it for the podcast. I, I, you know, I gave it, I gave it my, you know, good old college try and, uh, it, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Um, I kind of felt like I was watching seventh heaven but with like black people and uh, <laughs> just because i used to watch it all the time uh because we didn't have like cable 
advanced cable. <laughs> so we used to just watch that, me and Eric. And it, it was like a lot of drama and, you know, kind of bickering between in the characters that, yeah. you know, I don't necessarily remember in, in the original Fresh Prince. Then again, I don't know, my memory's crap, so maybe that's just me. But it, it felt like <laughs> Black Seventh Heaven for me. And uh, uh, pretty interesting, you know. Uh, all the characters kind of got their own shine this this uh, this season, except maybe Ashley. I mean, she was there for like two seconds, uh, but she she did play a pivotal role. In my yeah, opinion. I was about to say like uh, her stuff like stemmed out and became like a major. Thing, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So uh, overall, I out of a two thumb system, I would probably give it a one thumb up, maybe, hmm. maybe three quarters of the way up. It, it was good. It wasn't like. To, I'm not gonna like I'm not ranting and raving, you know. I uh, I'm not gonna tell my mom to watch it or my friends and, and you know people pouring to me. You gotta watch Bel Air. That's, that's definitely not the vibes I'm trying to I get. Can't while you do it, though. It's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, on the spare and, and you like drama type shows and you're in you're you're down for that like intercharacter tension and build up and release type the type TV show. Then this is definitely gonna be the show for you because there's a lot of that. A lot of uh, characters kind of beefing and then resolving and then, you know, family and then they're beefing again and then family <laughs> and uh, a lot of cycles. But overall, it's pretty cool uh, to, to watch them kind of take that original Fresh Prince idea and really just take the ball and run with it because uh, yeah. that's, that's what they're doing. And then pretty cool, you know, modernized take on, on the, the Fresh Prince. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so for, for me, the, um, the original Fresh Prince was more about the comedy and getting into these situations that were comedic and like, you know, it was a sitcom, like it was all about the funny and the laughs and you had your dramatic moments sprinkled out through the seasons here and there, some serious stuff and, uh, to spread a message here, it's more it is 100% a drama show, barely any comedic relief. And it's all about the uh, talking about the social issues, uh, even though this is a ultra wealthy, rich black family. Um, they're still dealing with like these issues as any other family, right? They have um issues within the household issues with the jobs it, everybody's trying to you know um, it's pretty cool succeed. though especially because like they kind of hit different like landmarks in the black culture because it's like you have people like carlton who are like uh quote unquote like white you know like so uh you get that that you're not black enough type uh, uh feeling with carlton and then on the flip side, you have Will, who's just like this guy's too ghetto. So it's kind of it's kind of cool how they show uh, all sides of of, uh, of the of the black community, and I think they do that really well. Especially Ashley and Hillary, you kind of get to see like different uh, charismatic, you know, uh, black culture. Just kind of like yeah. uh, I feel like different Vivian. aspects of it. Uh, and Viv more probably than the oh, name, yeah. really. Yeah, she's yeah. big on that. Like, uh, especially like through art and artwork, not, not just art, but like art that expresses uh, and um, that's what I'm looking for. Like, it shines a light on you know black artists and young black artists specifically, what she's trying to do. Um, one other thing I do like uh, thinking about it now, mentioning Viv, 
was the and they did this in season one even more the callbacks to bringing in actors and actresses from the original series in here like yeah. uh in this one where are we in spoilers? The original, the original Bef- Ashley. So, so let's before we yeah. start the spoil. Yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> before we start the spoilers, don't forget to like, subscribe to the channel. Uh, go comment below. Let us know what you guys think of season two. Uh, share with everybody. Um, go check out our social medias and don't forget to look up the Los Wise Guys website, loswiseguys.com. And now, spoiler warning: if you have not seen uh the full season go watch it uh we're getting into spoilers uh go ahead then yeah so um basically uh aunt viv where she's getting the new job where she's basically basically replacing the old second aunt viv yeah <laughs> uh, from the fresh prince of bel-air yeah um so you know it's cool <laughs> that they had her do a callback they did that with the last season when they had some people come back and they had kind of like minor roles in here um this like the second iteration of Aunt Viv ended up having a little bit more of a role, I'd say, than the other people yeah. did, which which was cool. You, I mean, she showed up a little bit. She showed up a couple times during the season, yeah. but she was also like in in dialogue a lot, even though her character yeah. wasn't present. Right. She was in dialogue a lot, you know, with the the promotion and like the art show and with Vivian getting that uh, the taking her spot as the new director and stuff like that. Yeah. So she was constantly in conversation between the characters and then she showed up a couple of times. Yeah. Well, and the one on um, the go ahead, you say something? No, and then like we had um the like Desco was saying the the old actress that played Ashley in Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. In the original Fresh Prince of Bel Air, came back as the teacher for the young new Ashley, yeah. which I thought was very interesting. I I really liked that um, yeah. relationship. You have Ashley working with Ashley, Viv working with Viv. You know, yeah, I know. yeah. yeah you got that. <laughs> yeah. Um, is Uncle Phil still alive? Or OG Uncle Phil? No, he passed. Uh, he passed. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like it's, I, it's, you, uh, you don't know how much cool. I would love. What about Jeffrey? Do we know if Jeffrey's alive? Uh, I, I'm not sure, but he's he's up there in age. Yeah. I don't know if he'd even well, want to come back. Yeah. I'm sure it would have been interesting if Will Smith came back as Lou. I I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of what I assumed was gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> That'd have been cool. But I I liked Marlon Wayne though. He was that was he, a big surprise. He knocked it out of the park. Yeah. But it would have been cool if Will Smith came back yeah. as, um, just just not slapping anybody though. In this season, uh, they had to, not having anybody. Just slap the shit this, out of Wilf. In this season, they had the guy that played Cyborg in uh, Patrol Do- uh, Doom Patrol as a uh, Patrol Duty. My man say said Patrol, patrol Dude. You're about to say Patrol Duty. <laughs> that's, that's the Spanish brain. <laughs> Everything's backwards. <laughs> and they oh had the the guy that played cyborg as uh as jeffrey's yeah, son. son i thought yeah. that was pretty cool i didn't even realize that was him too. you're right that is him yeah oh but, wow yeah, yeah it's fresh off patrol doom you know he got a little time yeah um I, jeffrey so it's kind of kind of interesting to see some background story on jeffrey and uh yeah. uh this link with his son and then how he kind of really didn't want anything to do with him and then yeah. phil jumped in it was just like hey 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 you know jeffrey's been doing this for you all your yeah. life and he's been behind yeah. the scenes and kind of showing him what his father's really like yeah, I James Bond, like basically when he first yeah. got there everybody was just like jeffrey's the best jeffrey this jeffrey yeah. that and i felt like he was just like if he's so great why couldn't he be great for me like you yeah. know all those type of thing um yeah. 
but uh, it circled back and it worked out. And uh, it'd been cool if the original Jeffrey was like, that's what I'm saying. I would uh, love to see OG Jeffrey in there as I'm, like his grandfather or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just get nah, he's he's whatever gang leader Jeffrey used to run with in, <laughs> in East London. That'd be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what's it called? Oh, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Now, one thing yeah. I want to say about um, Jeffrey specifically, well, Jeffrey's son. So he was in the original show. I don't know if you guys remember it. He had yeah, like yeah. one or two appearances. He's the one that stole money. Exactly. So yeah. I kept thinking that was something that was going to come back. And then they do have like a little suspense like thing at the end of the season during the season finale. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's going to lead to that. Yeah. Where it's just like maybe he's in on whatever has happened. Like there is a picture that was shown of Jeffrey speaking yeah. to his son when he came to visit yeah. him in LA. It looked like a blackmail envelope too. Like Exactly. Oh, we're going to... Yeah. You don't pay us, like I don't know, just very suspicious yeah. looking. Well, it's so, interesting because maybe Uncle maybe Phil, they just know where his son is now or who his son is, and now they're gonna he's in danger. Yeah. Type. Of well, thing. what I'm saying is, wouldn't it be cool, like if in the original show you had, I can't remember Jeffrey's son's name, but he's it out was there, Joffrey, he was, the, or whatever his name Fred, was. In Frederick, not Joffrey. Uh huh. In the show is Frederick. Frederick, Frederick there we go. Joffrey. I'm like, I know for a fact <laughs> Joffrey's not Joffrey. the son of Jeffrey. Yeah, no, it was yeah. Joffrey. But no, like in the original show, Frederick was the one who stole the money. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they try to do like a twist on that where here he's the one who's working with quote unquote the blackmailers. Because they said that he was trying to run with those gangs. Like that's how Jeffrey found out when Phil told him. So it's like I, I would like to see if that's something where it's like he's trying to extort well, money, maybe well, or something out of Jeffrey. Phil told him like your father's the one that kept you from even going into those gangs yeah but it's like we knew that and then i want to say at one point earlier in the season they mentioned that he was trying to join up with those gangs and they wouldn't let him i think it's when he's speaking to jeffrey and he's just like because jeffrey like had ties back there still somehow or it's just like they didn't let him join because jeffrey was was in the know that was uncle phil talking to frederick before he was was gonna leave oh so that's what it was like he's the one that kept you away from them like but how do we know that Mm -hmm. frederick didn't actually join up with them when nobody knows and like Uh, he has something to do with the extortion that's what i'm saying it's like i could see them doing something where it's like i feel like you almost have that's such a i feel like a memorable point in the show in the original show where it's like i would like to see that done here in a more dramatized version how would you do that and i think that's how you would do it you have frederick it turns out he did join the gangs and he was trying to use that to you know, do something to get extort Jeffrey in some way. Yeah, totally. Uh, um, one thing I gotta say about this show is is the fucking like clothes. Jesus, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my God. I, uh, I mean, they are in Bel Air too, so they got money for all that sure, style but and like, show off extravagance because. They did have crazy. Nice I was just outfits. like looking at some of the outfits that they were wearing, and I'm like, "Yeah, fuck, why?" It's, it's not even the outfits. You know what gets me? Uh, not one person has one hair out of place. Yeah, in yeah, the entire true. fucking series. That's true. I was just, it's just like I'm over here. I need to trim my beard. I need a haircut. But it's just like you see, it's like it's a perfect line. Like somebody grabbed a ruler and they were getting diameters and everything. And just, <laughs> they were making sure it was perfect on point. I mean. I know some people like have it on point, but nothing like this show. Nothing. Yeah. Like when this you show. when you got that Bel Air money, you can afford to get. They that, probably you know, got barbers on day. retainers. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like even Lou had. He came in and was like, "Hey, you're about to be on the show. Let me. You got to get a fresh cut real quick." Like, like just, you know, <laughs> Uncle Phil's beard is weird, man. But it's lined up perfectly. It is lined up perfectly, but that shit just goes like straight back. It doesn't like go. Yeah, up. yeah, I know. It's, like, it. it's, it's weird. It's weird. I don't yeah. know. I feel like he and Jeffrey are constantly about to flex out their suits too. 
Like they're just one, <laughs> they're one, they're one flex away from just incredible hulking them suits. Like it's crazy. But my yeah, well, fitted. <laughs> Jeffrey is still my favorite character in the show because he's so mysterious. You just don't fuck with Jeffrey. Yeah, I know you don't. And oh man, like the when they went to speak with Doc. Um, oh my God, yes. And he was yeah. like, "Hey, big man, I'm telling you, you don't want to make that move." And yeah. I was like, "Oh shit." And, and, and there was like, I don't think the conversation's over. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Doc's oh, partner, okay. he's getting rock out. He's like, no, they, they're not finished talking to you yet, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love Jeffrey, bro. I want to see Jeffrey go full on Jason Bourne on somebody. Like, <laughs> I want to wow. see why he, he should be, like, people should be scared of him. Um, it's funny. <laughs> like, I don't like action anything, really. But if they were just like, we're going to make a spinoff action series starring so, Jeffrey. I just like it. how they Jeffrey's pretty much Alfred in this show. Yeah. Yeah, which I love. Like yeah. Jeffrey's like the Alfred to this family and he's like yeah. ready to pull out a shotgun and man the back cave at any moment. Yeah. He murdered and, somebody or had someone killed in the first season. Like Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like the fucking the, the gangster that was after Will. Yeah. He's he's ride or die for sure. He, even uh there's one point he was like, let's handle this and he was like, No, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> Oh man, it's just it's wild, but uh, th- that's one fun thing about the show. And then you have like they they go into like deeper um, uh, storylines, such as like the the racism and in, in the school with like or like the curriculum where it's like very whitewashed or they're they're not reading books or like giving accurate accounts of like the. No the slavery or what black people went through and and when the teacher miss hughes um i think she was yeah. called in the show yeah, that sounds about right she started giving ashley some books some other students complained and and she was apparently in the background fighting for a better curriculum and they wouldn't do it and then this whole protest thing came about and that's uh important because carlton was um got like kind of just pushed in the front line of this protest and he became the de facto leader for the protest and he ended up having a uh i was about to say heart attack ended up having a panic attack (laughs) 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 a panic attack during the protest all that cokies that's what i was was like he's probably not far from it because they were supposed to do a silent one without any signs or anything. They were just going to do a walkout and go back in. That's the deal they made with the faculty and, like, the board. And uh, he was supposed to give a speech anyways. And uh, he didn't. And Will ended up stealing back the banner that they t- confiscated from them and ju- getting on the roof and putting it. And he gets suspended. <clears throat> but then this kind of starts Carlton... He was trying after, to get after off his meds. After they explicitly meds. said not to, too. So it's kind of a big deal, especially to, like, fight the power. And there's a lot of uh, black empowerment there, especially the, all the black students are standing up for the black teacher. And everybody's trying to, like, you know, be one as, as, as a unit. And uh, so it's kind of cool to see them all come together. And even though – and then there's, like, micro things that happen, too, like you were saying – the anxiety attack and then will kind of getting praise when he's just kind of just being himself <laughs> and yeah so uh i, I kind of really cool how they they do and in, in, involve that that racial empowerment uh the black empowerment um it, it, they slipped it in like really cleverly <laughs> one thing the show did well that they 
took from the originals, like the dynamic between Carlton and Will. And the fact that Carlton always wants, he wants to be liked and to be brave and to be like Will when it, when situations like these happens, but he, he ends up always getting in his own head and worrying more about the authority figures because that's who's in control of his life. Mm-hmm. So, he, so, so he doesn't get the affection <clears throat> and the praise that, that he wants from his peers. Um, but Will gets it and then he's jealous of him because he can't do the same even though he wants to. So we get to see that a lot very well done here throughout the season. And then it that happened a lot in the original Fresh Prince. So I like to see that. And then that slowly causes Carlton to go back to the the cocaine. And then that's the season finale, right? The season finale is when he finally says, I have a problem. I'm getting high. I'm high right now when he wins the award. <clears throat> and uh, who knows what's his senior year is going to be like, whether he's going to be able to get into Princeton or do all these things that he wanted to do. And then Will and Uncle Phil were able to work out a deal with um, Doc, who was taking kickbacks and kind of pushing his players. Who He was running a basketball team um, for these guys who so they can get into the NBA. And he was pretty much getting bribes or whatever from schools, which they already do to other like high schools and stuff for like getting them into college. And um, but you find out later that Doc was actually also buying these guys groceries, paying bills and like doing that stuff on the down low. And uh, his ex-partner who wanted to take like this gang money to do the same and uh, they had a falling out and then. Uh, they made a deal where Doc will buy him out. And then that guy was like, they're like, hey, just go do what you want to do, but don't fuck with my team. And then it ended up working out there. And then Will gets also told by his ex-coach from Bel Air Academy that, hey, next year, if you want to join the team again, you can join the team. So all that stuff happens. And um, we can kind of see where the next season, like I feel like in the first season when it ended, um, you had the issues with like Will and Uncle Phil, which which was going back and forth through the whole season of having his freedom and stuff yeah. to choose. And um, Will and, also you know, had yeah. uh, um, conflict with Jackie and Lisa. He had two kind of two love interests. Yeah. Jackie kind of uh, being Doc's niece. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were going to be a thing, but it kind of like fizzled out because they of, were a thing uh, for a bit. Yeah, like, yeah, short time. Oh, yeah. Briefly, very shortly. Um, uh, and then it kind of got ruined because she knew that Doc was kind of like, uh, she, I guess because she was like withholding knowledge, really, I guess. Yeah. Because uh, she knew well, about she, Doc's yeah. whole situation. And it she made didn't it tell seem him. like she was playing him so Doc can get what he wanted, which yeah. was Uncle Phil, the lawyer. Yeah. But so that I, I just... could fight, have some sort of defense against Lorenzo and, and uh, yeah. And, I just the noticed team, really because now. if the team uh if they if Lorenzo did do that the whole team would be messed uh, uh messed with and they they won't uh, be able to play for college league which uh would involve Will and so Will yeah. would not be able to pursue his career and that that was big for uh Uncle Phil too and and reason why he kind of 
gave his ear out to actually listen to what 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 yeah. Doc has to say. So it was kind of kind of cool to see that. Uh, like you guys said earlier, they painted Doc black and white, and then you really got to see the gray. Uh, you know, the the motivation and mm-hmm. how not all bad people are are necessarily bad. And maybe they look bad, but yeah. they're just doing things uh, to make ends meet. Really, you know. <clears throat> um, and towards the end of the season, he uh, ends up going back with Lisa, who I personally like better. Uh, so go, go, Will, and uh, see where their love blossoms. <laughs> One thing, Jackie is a character that was also in The Fresh Prince. She was yeah, played Tyra by Banks. Tyra Banks. Yeah. And um, one thing I noticed that Will broke up, kind of like had a falling out with Lisa after they had sex. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened again with Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> I was just like, That's the thing. <laughs> in, in the original show, Jackie and Will never dated. No, no, they. That didn't. was another thing. It's like they. She was uh, introduced pretty much as like the female Will. Yes. When yes. it was just like she was in playing basketball and stuff, which was like really cool. And it was just like when they first introduced Jackie, it was like, oh shit, and she's at the basketball court. I was like, oh, okay, she, 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 you know, she balls or whatever. And I was like, they didn't go down that route, but that's they used Jackie to introduce mm-hmm. Doc. And I was like, I kind of yeah. like that. I kind of yeah, like no, how they went it with was that. a good story. The, the same yeah. thing. The same thing kind of happened with uh, uh, Hillary and Jazz. They they were never together, and then in this season they're together and. There was a lot of conflict there, uh, well, in my opinion. Together, no? Jazz, uh, Jazz in was feeling insecure. I don't think so. They didn't end up. They were dating at one point because I remember Hillary was gonna. She did it to piss off Uncle Phil. Sure, they didn't actually date. Dating. I could, I could, because I remember she was supposed to get married to the weatherman who died. Oh, one of the girls, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the, that was bungee jumping. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the whole time I was just like, is the is the football player supposed to be the weatherman? Like I was like, I hope. He proposed to her while bu- bungee jumping, and then he just splattered. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, he was in the middle of saying, he was like, will, Hillary, will you marry me? <laughs> and then he just splatters. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's the comedic, comedic, dark comedic genius from the yeah. press that you don't really get here. Uh, but she did get, you know, some romances blooming. Uh, uh, Jazz was feeling insecure because LaMarcus was kind of – jumping into the picture trying to get Hillary back and Hillary is kind of like feeling it too tension because Jazz is feeling insecure about the financial aspect of their relationship you know he he uh is feeling like yes she makes more money and he'll never be able to like fit in type of thing um but at the end of the day they kind of work their differences and and he comes she, Hillary comes back to Jazz uh <clears throat> so there's a couple she doesn't, she doesn't? no she goes with Lamarcus. She goes with Lamarcus. Yeah, they went on the plane. I thought. Yeah. I thought so she so Jazz as... Jazz she sh- she showed up to Jazz's place or no Jazz went to her place before she left yeah. and yeah. they had that conversation. They talked. He kissed her. Left and then he was back at his uh, record shop and then the door knocks and you think it's her uh, but it's actually because they, they actually then, show her knocking yeah. it and then they show her. Because he was going to go answer the door, and then he was getting in like an Amazon delivery or something. Yeah, and he went to answer to the door. Yeah, and then yeah. You, you see her face, but then it goes uh, to it, it, the camera Lamarcus. flips around, and it's Lamarcus. she's at Lamarcus, and she's uh, like, "Let's yeah. go." And then he's just getting a, a, a package delivered. <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" But yeah, real quick, uh, shout out to the fact that they had um, West Coast Contra. In this show, oh, I did want to mention that too. Is they're, it West Coast Contra? Awesome. Now, now I forgot. Is that what they're called? Yeah, <laughs> something Contra. 
I, I know it's Contra. I was like, is it West Coast? No, I'm Co- not sure. Co- it's, it's Coast Contra. It's Coast Contra. I was about to say, because they're from Philly. There's no way they're called West Coast Contra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Coast, Coast Contra. Contra. When I saw Coast Contra, I was like, okay. I was like, I was pretty excited about that. Uh, I w- there was a minute where I was listening to them for a little bit. Obviously, not that well since I couldn't remember their name. But uh, enough to the point that I did enjoy them. New version I, of Wu-Tang. I, I, New version I of kind Wu-Tang. of fell off rap, but my brother shows me them, and I'm yeah. I'm always genuinely impressed every time. That, Dude, yeah, they're, they, they're, they're, they, they're all, they all have solid bars. Uh, one guy yeah. like does Spanish and English, and that one yeah. guy just has that really unique flow and voice. Yeah. I'm just like, Yo, I've yeah. never heard anything oh, like that. The that's, one, that's, is that oh, the, the one that the, the sounds new, like the new uh, freaking, um, has crazy hair, too? It's it's a combination of Busta and ODB. Yeah, like, it's yeah, incredible. I, I know who they <laughs> are. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that one rap he posted on like social media where he's talking about um, seeing this girl well, and he's going gonna to go her see house the girl and, and then, then he gets her, beat yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> yo, that shit was so it's good. It's so good. <laughs> it was so goddamn good. That almost yeah, made man. me listen to rap again. Yeah, man, it was. It's good. There's some. There's some Honestly, good rap out there, Aslam. You're missing. They're out. they're doing their thing, and I praise I mean, them. I, I hope all the all the success. Honestly, me too. I used to be so into music, like playing music, listening to music. I gotta get better. And now I'm just like, I don't, have, I don't know. The passion just isn't there anymore. I like to play, but yeah. I can't listen like I used to. I like come across things that like <laughs> almost force me to engage in it. I was like, you know, it is what it is. Like, uh, I, I watch, I watch Dave. Uh, you know, the little Dicky show. So it's like I see, I oh, see yeah. music with that. You know, so it's like I see a couple of the shows or something where they the music is just newer music is being thrown at me. That's so yeah. it's like I kind of still. It's not like how it used to be when we were younger and we were just listening to all the new shit. You know, but um, you know, it's still there. It's still there. Ghost concert. I listen. And, I try uh, to listen actually, here and there to uh to new stuff, like especially with the rock. But I, I've I've been off hip hop since like yeah we left high school. Like I, I was just like I was done with it back then. But um, let's wrap up this uh, Bel Air disco. What were you? Gonna uh, say? One second, uh, Ashley. Uh, Ashley kind of looked like she was gonna get a romance. It looked like they were setting something up there. Uh, yeah, she was like talking to this white girl, and uh, they're like complimenting each other, and she's like, "Oh, nice uh, rainbow uh, badge." So it kind of, I feel like they were set alluding to like next season. Uh, Ashley will have a nice little romance going on. Well, they've um, alluded that next season is going to be the summer break between junior and senior year. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what was happening during the end there, and then maybe we'll get that season is going to be the summer, and then senior year might be two more seasons if they break it up into like half semesters. They could because they eventually have year. will go to college. Will and Carlson are in college. In the, True. In yeah, I don't know. If I mean, I don't think go it's that last. far. Yeah. but that's because they were rooming together and then like they were in the clubhouse and you know going, but. Yeah, most of the stuff take and if and if Carlton's gonna go to Princeton, that's all the way on the other side of the country. No. So that means we lose him as a character. I don't know. Well, I we'll got you. I mean, but there's that they can always change things around. Lisa well, wasn't now that introduced he fucked until up they were in college. Career, you know? Now that he fucked up his college career, he might be going to community college. So who knows we'll at this point? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like Lisa is in high school with him now. She that was not the case in the original show. She was introduced much later. Yeah. Jackie yeah. came before Lisa. Yeah, true. So yeah, but I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, I do enjoy the show. Um, I see where you guys are coming at, where where it's not like, uh, you know, it's not the best show and everything. Uh, like Disco said, I wouldn't give it a two thumbs up, maybe a thumb pinky. I'll give you a thumb pinky. Uh, shout out to the Scrubs uh, <laughs> reference. But anybody who gets the Scrubs reference, shout out to you. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, you know, it's a good show. I enjoy it. I'm gonna keep watching it. 
Let me see where it goes from there. It's, I want to uh, I want to get so rich that I can have family barbecues like they did. That that was intense. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> they had football games. They had pie tasting contests. I was like, dang, people really go that far? Like, <laughs> well, it was a family reunion, not just a barbecue. That, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's still, still pretty intense. Still. I, I've <laughs> still never, very much. I went to a family reunion. It wasn't like Me that. Too. <laughs> Me too. It's not that. Not never for went us. to a family reunion. Thank no. God. Um, Disco, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts about this? Uh, final thoughts. Um, my favorite character is Jeffrey. Uh, I'm glad Will got back with Lisa. I think she's better for him. Um, Carlton. Uh, man, uh, it's interesting seeing the Carlton ride, you know, seeing the anxious and mental health issue side that he, he kind of delivers on the show. So that, that's pretty cool to mm-hmm. alert the awareness. And Ashley has got the, the whole um, like Gen Z, uh, you know, uh, LGBTQT kind of theme going. So it's kind of Viv has the art mm-hmm. world the standing up for herself as a, in a strong black woman and, and speaking, using her voice and using it to help others as well. And Phil's got his things going. At the end, he got the text from with that uh, schemey bitch. Erica and she invited him to dinner or whatever, and he said sure. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's gonna be like some sort of spicy cheating there that they're gonna yeah. throw in. Uh, jazz, you know, I'm wondering if they're what's gonna go on with Jazz and uh, if they get back together with Hillary or is Hillary just gonna move on and just straight be with Lamarcus though the whole way. Um, I think uh, I think those are main hitters for me on the show. I think I think that's everybody. <laughs> um, for me, I guess the. The whole thing with the with the chick texting him, uh, Jeffrey did warn him. He was like, "Careful with that, Phil." And and w- one thing he said in the end, when Carlton was like, <clears throat> when he went off on Carlton and Viv and stuff, he's like, "I'm tired of giving everybody this great life and then being the villain mm-hmm. of it." And Have he's you like, seen "My beard." Yeah, he's like, "Fuck." All. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he was pretty much like, "Fuck all of you." Yeah, <clears throat> and um, I, that's. That's true. Like, you know, I I get like that. Vivian wanted her. He did like a bunch of times. Like, whenever she's having an issue, he's like, just fuck just it. Why, well, yeah. yeah, fuck it. Not give up. He's like he's the like, last time. This last one though. Like when he said it, I felt it before Viv said it. <laughs> when he when he when she was like, I'm just dealing with this. And there, he's like, do you think it's time to hang it up? And right there, I was like, come on, Phil, come on. Damn. <laughs> it's like, it's like I get. I I understand the, both their point of views. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he's like he's like we're fucking filthy rich. Like yeah. you don't need to Did be you stressing see our yourself. Family reunion? There's no yeah, yeah exactly. Like, no he, need to be stressing that hard. Like, is because he he got them. Yeah, exactly. And he's and then she's like, it's it's not about the stress. It's about for her. It's not about the stress or the money. It's about the purpose. Yep. Because her kids are all grown up now. It's like she has she did her job as the mother. And she's still doing her job as the mother, yeah. but now yeah. she needs like this secondary purpose. She wants a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And and of course she needs that. And then like she needs the support of yes, just keep going, keep going, keep yeah. moving forward. She always does that for him. Exactly. So uh, I I get both points of views, but I agree. you know it it is what it is. I mean, you're yeah. filthy rich. Just be like all the other white moms in this fucking neighborhood doing yeah. coke and going out to fancy ass dinners that are super expensive, like that one lady was saying. Nah. Like <laughs> at Nobu, <laughs> that new chef at Nobu. No, I'm telling you, when when as soon as Uncle Phil said it, like I was just bad there. I just I got so pissed off. And <laughs> Phil I was like, I was like, Viv, you better tell your man something. Like, 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> him under control. He straight yelled like tantrum style at everybody. I mean, I feel his pain genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know if Uncle Phil ever did that in the original, but I, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. No, was Uncle crazy. Phil used to fucking shadow people all the time. You wake up in the morning just angry. <laughs> but not. I, I don't feel like it was, I don't know. But it was a funny. I don't angry. feel like it was like this. It was like a tantrum, angry, like real, like oh, yeah, yeah. I'm tired of your, tired of your shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, All right, man. that's it for our review of Bel Air season two. Um, we'll we'll most likely do season three when it's announced and uh, comes out next year, or the year after, whenever it does. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, <clears throat> but I have some news. I'll go first, I guess. Let me share my screen and we can start on my entertainment news. All right. <clears throat> Let's start with some HBO Max, Warner Brothers Discovery stuff. Um, the new streaming service that will be combining HBO Max and Discovery Plus will be called Max. Just that, Max. Mm -hmm. uh, and it will have a three-tier pricing system. Max AD Lite, which is $10 a month or $100 a year for uh, two concurrent streams. Uh, Max Ad Free, which is going to be $16 a month or $150 a year uh, for two concurrent streams. I'm guessing that's two accounts watching at the same time. And then you got Max Ultimate Ad Free, which is $20 a month or $200 a year for four concurrent streams and 4K video. That's like the four accounts that um, you can stream at the same time. Um, so that's cool. I have a quick uh, question, Aslam. Which one is up? the tier that the like the do the, do we have multiple tiers for HBO Max now? No, it's just the fifteen ninety nine. It's the fifteen ninety nine. Okay, yeah. it's the middle tier. I I have it free through work, so it's like I need to know which one I'm gonna have once this happens. Yeah. Straight <laughs> up, I got mine free through Verizon, so I'm like. <laughs> I was like, are you I guys going to give me that shitty one? Because I should be getting that middle tier. That's a good <laughs> yeah, straight up. Hey, enough through Verizon. Yeah. All right. Next up, um, the long-awaited sequel to the 2021 Mortal Kombat is set to begin filming this June. The film is rumored to also uh, include... Let's go! Uh, Ooh, Baraka, Baraka? Baraka? No, no, that's love. Oh. Stop. That's it. Uh, Baraka, Shao Kahn, Sindel, and Quan Chi. I yeah. can't. He wait. said. That's I don't said know what Barca. he said. Baraka. <laughs> Oof, man, that sounded like a. Baraka Obama. Yeah. Baraka <laughs> is gonna be no, on there. I just recently rewatched this movie. It's not the greatest movie, but it's fun. It's no, that's time. what we said. It was yeah. it was a fun yeah. watch. It was I was doing a, that. I've been re-watching a lot of the old Mortal Kombat games and storylines yeah. and everything. It's just like it's the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat. Nice. I you know how much I love Mortal Kombat. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. I just I hope they drop that uh the new the character, new character. Made. Yeah, the, yeah, the MMA armor guy. That yeah. was so yeah. like underwhelming. Fatality. On, Kill him and bring back <laughs> Scorpion normally. Yes, please. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. Yes. Like All right. <clears throat> Next up on the new Max, um, we are going to be getting. I do not like how that sounds. What? <laughs> the on the new Max? Max? Just yeah. Max. Like, Just uh, Max. It sounds weird. Um, we'll be getting a Harry Potter series, which has been announced officially. Um, the It's described as a decade-long story that will feature a brand new cast, and each book in the series will get a dedicated season. J.K. Rowling will officially be executive uh, producer for the series. Mm. 
So I'm I'm happy that J.K. Rowling is returning for this because then she can she can add the the little details to fill in. Um, you know, uh, fuck that. The, I, I the, hate the fact that she's there. Why? Because <laughs> the whole the whole uh, the whole she fucking hates like trans people. It's like a whole thing. She's prejudiced. Yeah. yeah. She's like extremely prejudiced. Like to the yeah. point like she's just like, hey, support these rights that like try to stop like trans rights and all this other shit. She's like she's heavily against it. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. I she just sent care about a Harry couple Potter. bad tweets. Um, yeah, I just uh, I, yeah, I, I kind of wish they were doing like a new thing. They're just rebooting the same movies. I don't know. Like, it's not I movies, mean, I it's a books. series. I guess there's so, a Yeah, so No, yeah, uh, but they're like rebooting, uh, they're repeating it. It's not really yes, but it's not going to be the read. same as the movies because the movies left out a lot of details from the books, and then the books will like there's like the whole food appearing on the tables. It's it's not like it appears out of nowhere. The goblins are actually cooking it in the basement, and then they set it up on a table. You know, there's a lot of these little details and stuff that were left out of the book that like really expanded the universe, and I'm looking forward to seeing them being done properly. Makes sense. Um, and I'm sure with with Max, each season is going to be like eight episodes long. Maybe like the the seasons for the books, like starting with book like four, five, six, and seven. Uh, those might be a little longer because they were much thicker books. Um, but yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see what happens. Um, <clears throat> with I that, know. I still kind of wish it was something new. I get, I get what you're saying, but I still, I still, that's my opinion. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, I was the well, biggest Harry Potter fan. Listen, so like, yeah, it's it, it's kind of <laughs> hard to get new IPs right now, so everybody's like, you know, recycling. <laughs> sure, yes, but they're recycling their their stuff, and because they constantly need new content for streaming, yeah. this is going to be happening often now. Yeah. If they're only they go back writers. and doing remakes and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, they're on strike right now, so <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh continuing with dc uh warner brothers and stuff like that james gunn superman legacy enters pre-production we still do not have a superman casted but that should most likely be happening soon i'm sure he has a couple of people in mind that he's going through uh casting right now i did read somewhere it was supposed to stop because of the strike the pre-production uh, like it was supposed to be like halted because because uh, james gunn's supposed to he i think he's supporting it Oh, or something right. along those lines. So right. I, I don't. I mean, he's the one that wrote it and will be directing exactly. it. But I understand if he's like supporting yeah. his fellow writers and whatnot. Exactly. But I mean, this news came back came out a little while ago while I was okay. still in Ramadan on those I mountain you. islands, and um, <laughs> I, I'm just coming back to it now. I got you. It's all good. Yeah. All right. Next up, the Ruth, the Russo brothers would like to direct a film in James Gunn's DCU. Uh, more. More specifically, the um, Batman Brave and the Bold. Uh, so the Russo brothers are the ones who did uh, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, and like I said, they won, they're they looking towards directing um, Batman uh, and Robin DCU film, The Brave and the Bold. Um, that would be interesting. I'd like to see their take on a DC movie. And how they would, how would they do this father-son story? I'm sure they would. I'm sure they're going to be doing uh, since they're showing this picture, Damian Wayne. Um, oh yeah. So that would be very interesting dynamic. Yeah. I would love to see. I think that's what they said. I think it's supposed to have it. Uh, James Gunn when he first announced it, it is going to be Damian Wayne with Bruce father-son dynamic. Uh, Russo brothers. I mean, you know how I feel about the Marvel movies. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe not Batman. Anything else? You know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm pretty sure this is a Warner Brothers property. I just don't 100% remember. But sure. I just put it there. Whatever. Uh, a Twilight TV series is reportedly in development. Um, I don't have much more information other than that. Mm. But uh, I, I remember watching the movies with my sister back in the day. And uh, I did find some interesting themes within or like interesting interesting abilities that these vampires had and the werewolves weren't real werewolves they were more like shapeshifters and I, I don't know there was some interesting things and maybe with like this new series uh the books can be adapted properly maybe with like a better uh, like just a better storyline other than it just being like this love story of just yeah. like this guy who sparkles in the sunlight and this wolf dude that showed his abs all the time there's that creepy guy in the back who's that guy <laughs> that's the father of the, the family okay the cullen family <laughs> he's just watching <laughs> he's just, it like, oh, really like, yeah you better not kiss him <laughs> <laughs> all right next up uh paramount plus uh galaxy quest tv wow. series coming to paramount plus which I will look forward to this this was a hilarious movie back in the day i enjoyed the hell out of it and was it uh, good i never saw it no, it was it was really funny, okay. and if I'm not mistaken, either, this is uh, this is Professor Snape, right? Is the yeah. actor who played Professor That's Snape? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I am. All three of them are famous. I can't remember where she's from in the middle, but I yeah. I know I know her. Is that yeah. Jodie Foster? Is it Jodie Foster? That might be. I don't no, know it's Foster. not. No, it's not Jodie Foster. No, is that the Aliens one? No, no, this is not Aliens. This is. No, Galaxy. I'm saying she from Aliens. I can read. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. That's exactly. It's Sigourney okay. Weaver. Thank you. Sigourney. There you Sigourney go. Weaver. That's who it is. Good call. Good call. And that's Woody. Yeah, it's Woody from Woody Allen. Yeah, there it is. Woody Allen, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, and one of the best news that came out this past week. This is the first leaked still from the Avatar mm. movie that will be showcasing Team Avatar as adults. And I am super fucking excited. I cannot wait for this. You don't know how I'm excited about this. Like, look at them. First of all, even though this is a shitty picture because it was taken at like a live event and it was yeah. being screened, but like just the quality. Just just it still quality, looks really good. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> like the quality and it's like the awesome animation. Oh, I can't wait, man. Zuko looks badass in the yeah. background. Like, it's off, bro. Like, oh my God. Look at fucking Sokka. I can't wait to learn more about Sokka, man. Because they what did happened? Sokka dirty. What they happened, did Sokka you know? dirty. I need to know more. Bro, there are very few IPs <clears throat> that make me feel the way that this IP does. You know, know. what I'm saying? It's, it's just wild. like, it's so insanely i'm just good. so happy that b because of paramount plus we're getting an avatar studios yeah. and then we're getting get, going to be getting a lot of content from it and yeah. i'm super fucking excited like i would fight somebody for this series <laughs> <laughs> like that's how i feel about, about the avatar last Airbender uh, universe yeah like, i would fight somebody over this shit <laughs> <laughs> i mean we've had our fights but no, I mean, I mean, no. If somebody's just this like, oh, they just they they just keep up radio. It's like, you know what? No, I can't. I can't let that. <laughs> this this looks really good. I gotta say, oh, my yeah. biggest gripe about the Avatar was that they're so young, and now they like they're not young. So I'm, I, I really want to see where they go with this new one. Pretty cool. Um, next up with Netflix, we got Stranger Things is getting an animated series. Um, mm -hmm. not much more about that, but they're getting an animated series. Let's see how that works. Yeah. Also, Stranger Things creators announced new series called The Burrows. Um, 
so Matt and Russo Duffer have gotten a series order from Netflix for The Burrows, a sci-fi drama that takes place in a New Mexico retirement community. Nice. I love that. <laughs> so I fucking love it's that. It's like setting. it's like what the fuck's gonna be happening? Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> they went from super young people to a fucking retirement community. So I love that so like, fucking much. Where's my retainer? It's like, sir, like, Mr. Wilson, you need to take your pills. It's okay. There was nothing out there. I don't know what a demogorgon is. <laughs> Are you gonna see a bunch of well, this old is sci-fi, so it's gonna be aliens. Uh, I can't wait. Oh man, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. <clears throat> all right next up <clears throat> is it um is it in the same time period did you just did you mention that no i don't know if it's in the same time period uh what okay. the for the stranger things the, uh uh animated show oh the animated yeah. uh, it should be there I, there's not much more information that i found mm-hmm. on it yet uh, okay know. i'm just curious if it's the same cast or if it's like a different cast completely you know Mm. Uh, the Stranger <laughs> Things with creator Matt uh, to serve as executive producer. No, that's it. Yeah. He just announced an animated series with the yeah, creators as executive producers. That's about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Netflix uh, also announces Scott Pilgrim anime featuring the voice cast from the 2010 film. All of them Look are at reprising their roles. <laughs> and I can't fucking wait, man. This is going to be fantastic. Dude, this fucking cast is just sick. I know. Like, I know. It's definitely a fun movie. It's going to be great. I can't <laughs> wait for this anime. I love that it's also an anime and not animated series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. The fact that we get Michael Sarah voicing an actual anime is <laughs> it's just yeah, hilarious to me. I know. It's it's going to be great. Um, and I think that is all for my news. Yeah. So uh, I found this pretty cool picture of the evil dead rise and and that original evil dead uh i think it's, it's ash or something ash, i forgot ash, yep. you got it, yeah um so uh, it was pretty cool to see them both together but today i will be uh, reviewing the new evil dead rise that came out uh first off i just want to say i just want to say that it was uh it was pretty good it was honestly uh you know i know a lot of people are harsh and hard on on scary movies but i i I really enjoyed this movie for the most part. Uh, it wasn't necessarily perfect, but the concept and just the way they kind of rebooted the, the Evil Dead world with the Necronomicon and uh, the different characters they used, uh, it was really, really a fun watch. One thing I got to say is the mom. Man, the mom did so well. I think for me, she kind of made the movie. She like just looks so crazy and she acted so crazy as well uh Alyssa sutherland she plays ellie she just had like you can see from the picture like that her face just looks wild like mm-hmm. I, if i saw that through my little people i would literally like poop myself I, I wouldn't even know what to do and uh it's just really fun to see her kind of lose herself and then uh, uh without giving too much spoilers you know uh, it spreads and gets crazier and crazier and crazier. Like the the situation just escalates and escalates and escalates until uh until they have to resolve it. <laughs> um, that that's the issue with me. Um, with the movie is and and that's just me in particular. Some moments it was just like very gory. Like you'll see like muscles get torn off and like I know like I feel like that's homage to the originals because they were very gory and uh showing stuff like that and 
So I, that stuff doesn't really appeal to me in like horror movies. So that kind of was a turnoff for me as some of the parts uh, were like a lot of that. But overall, the theme of the movie and just the the kind of the concept of people close to you kind of getting corrupted and having to be able to kill close loved ones that aren't really themselves anymore. It's like it's a really fun theme for me, at least. You know, it's scary. I'm always uh, daydreaming about worst case scenarios, apocalyptic scenarios. And, uh, you know, sometimes that comes up. Like what if, uh, you know, my family turns into zombies or something like, well, I have the, the balls or the, you know, the boldness to actually pull, you know, uh, uh, defend myself against them or, or shoot them or whatever the case may be. Like, uh, it's it's a tough question for me because, you know, that's family. Uh, and this movie kind of really dives head deep into that kind of concept. Um, uh, these undead, weird possession things start happening and, and uh, it just, re- they wreak havoc on, on this whole uh, this whole building. And Overall, I, I'm going to give this one two thumbs up, uh, even though, you know, I did have some gripes, like I said, with the, the gory kind of slasher horror theme, uh, but it was just homage, so, I, you know, I, I see why they did it, but overall, it was a great watch, two thumbs up, I think IMDb gave it a 7.1, which is pretty high for a horror movie, um, uh, and uh, so if you get a chance, uh, I would highly recommend watching this, you know, um, Take your take your spouse, take your significant other. You know, <laughs> have a good time. Get scared. Have a you know, have a good time because it's not often you see uh, a good horror movie these days. You know, and so mm-hmm. I really felt like this was a, a pretty pretty good one. Uh, I, I'm also kind of biased because I, I did watch the uh, Evil Dead movies and I even watched the TV show as I mentioned and uh, one of the other podcasts. So I do kind of have a bias. So maybe you want to take that into account before you go watch it, but. Uh, overall, I think in general, though, it, it was a really great movie. The Like I said, the mom, uh, man, she's just terrifying, terrifying. I have nightmares about her. <laughs> I, I have and, a quick uh, question. You said it was a, it, it's, it is a remake? Uh, a reboot. Rebo- I'm sorry, that's what uh, I meant to say. I mean, it is a reboot. Uh, that's what I meant to say, yeah. It, it is like a whole new story. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not... Okay. It's, not a remake it's a reboot so it's you know kind of they just get the necronomicon and shit goes crazy just like the other okay. ones <laughs> all right cool all right i'm interested yeah i'm in no yeah so that's uh that's the first movie i'm reviewing so they got two thumbs up for me which i haven't really given in a, in a, in a while so kudos to evil dead rise all right so uh the next movie is dungeon and dragons honor among thieves this one <laughs> i went in kind of just not expecting much. I, I honestly kind of thought it was going to be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but like when it. I watched it, when I watched it, I I, I enjoyed it. I was surprised. I, a lot of people would say I that. Like, yep. I like the characters. It's a live action in, Vox I, yeah. Machina. That's that's what, exactly I heard. I've heard exactly say. that. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. That's exactly... See, seeing Chris Pine with the guitar and like these characters, they're very reminiscent <laughs> of the the Vox Machina characters. And uh, just from the trailer, it seemed like it was going to be like some slapstick comedy and like very uh, dialogue heavy comedy. And I'm just like, all right, this is Vox Machina live. 
No, yeah, that's exactly the kind of vibes they give. Uh, Chris Evans, granted, he's not like doesn't have powers like Scanlan, and maybe the powers aren't exactly like in, in Chris Pine. Acting, but yeah, Chris yeah, Pine. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a little yeah, good. I was like, he's in this what movie. Was a little yeah. good. <laughs> he's in the back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, uh, but he did. He did very well. All the characters have uh, great chemistry. Um, they all bring a certain aspect to the to the movie, and overall, you get some pretty good laughs out of it, and. Uh, witty retorts and, and and repartee and all that goodness and good little fun action uh so i actually at the end of the movie i was like you know that wasn't half bad at all i uh, you know i kind of thought it was going to be a cheesy like uh world of warcraft like back in the day they made that movie and i was oh, like fuck that, it, it was <laughs> it was so bad it was it was just like <laughs> All CGI garbage looking. It's just terrible, terrible, terrible. Plot wasn't there, nothing. But this one was a very fun watch. All the characters, like I said, they had nice, fun banter, and uh, they all kind of played their part very well. Like uh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez kind of plays this like orcish. Not, I think she's a titan or something, just like a brute, and she kind of plays that very well. And they all just bounce off each other. And it hey, is has that Hugh very, Grant? <laughs> He he is in the movie. Okay, that is Hugh Grant. I was like, yeah, I was throwing yeah. off. I was like, what the fuck's he doing in this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a. Uh, I would highly recommend it. I, I would give it two thumbs up too. Like this one surprised me. Um, we had we had a good movie week this week. I had a good movie week. So uh, yeah, definitely two two good movies in one week. It's a uh, that's that's awesome. I uh, yeah. I give it up to Dungeon and Dragons. Let me see what IMDb rated them real quick. But uh, overall, all their performances were phenomenal. Um, dang, I forgot his name. <clears throat> uh, the the magic guy. He he was funny too. He uh, I've seen him in a couple shows. Uh, it got a seven point five from IMDb. I totally agree. It was it was up there. It was up there. Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez did well. Um, Regé Jean Page, I don't know. He he no, played a really it. cool kind of. I, <laughs> I probably bombed that so hard, uh, but he played a really cool kind of like paladin type character. I was actually like, I want more of him. I wouldn't mind seeing a side movie with just him, kind of this enigma type character that just gets shit done. He's very very cool to watch. Uh, Justice Smith as the that's the uh, the magician type character here. He. He was fun to watch too. He he um <clears throat> coming to terms with his powers and reaching his potential. It was just it was, it was a fun watch. You know, you get to see a little growth. That is Hugh Grant. Um, who else is in this? I think those are the main people uh, that I recognize. Um, yeah, so I would uh, I would give this one two thumbs up. Uh, definitely give it a watch uh, if you're a fan of Vox Machina or like. Uh, RPG type games where you get like a, the typical like you know classes bard and wizards and all that orcs titans if you like those types of RPG type games I think you'll I think you'll be uh, uh, very interested in this one especially uh, Chris Pine he he, he kind of is the lead character and runs everything he 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 definitely could hold his weight on screen uh, funny funny dude funny dude I. I kind of don't know where he else he's from. I know he's done a lot of movies, but seeing him in this one, he he definitely kind yeah he kind of definitely won my heart on this one. Yeah. Ah, yeah, he is in that. I did like those. And, those were uh, actually really good. Wonder Woman. Eh. The first one. The first one was good. <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah, he's in, in both of them. He's in both of them. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah so, uh, Dungeon and Dragons, a uh, underdog. Uh, you know, I don't. 
I didn't I didn't expect much going in and uh even seeing the trailer, you know, it kinda didn't necessarily win me over, but the movie was definitely worthwhile. And uh I'm gonna end it there. So uh check it out. Check it out if you uh, if you're a fan of my Vox Machina, of course. And uh it's as like Aslam said, a live action Vox Machina. Uh I kinda hope they do another one. There was it was a fun watch. I wouldn't be surprised if they do do another one. Uh, real quick, I want to say happy birthday to Henry, who loves the double D's and raw. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so I'm up, right? Yep. Now, yes, now, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've gotten a chance to do PVW. We haven't been doing much of the W, you know what I'm saying? But we got that PV in there. So let's go ahead and let's share my screen. I'll do a couple quick major stories for the people. We're going to do this window over here. Real quick, can you guys see the screen? Hustle, let me know when it's good. Yep. All right, perfect. So AEW is going to be doing their first pay-per-view overseas in London. And they sold so many goddamn tickets on the first day of pre-sale. It's fucking insane. And as you guys can see, it's named All In. The last time we had an event called All In was an indie event where Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks put together <laughs> the world's largest indie show ever in wrestling history. And that show became so successful, a billionaire named Tony Khan decided he wanted to make a company called AEW and created AEW based off the all-in show. So now AEW is doing an all-in pay-per-view in London, in Wembley Stadium, uh, one of the most famous arenas in the world. And uh, real quick before I forget, uh, WrestleTalk wrote this article written by Sanchez Taylor. Thank you for that, sir. Um, They have already sold uh, 4.7 million... uh, dollars worth in tickets um that's just for the pre-sales um so aw is fucking killing it uh that arena has a capacity of ninety thousand seats so very curious to see uh what they do the only other uh show company wrestling company that's put out big shows in that stadium is wwe and they've only done so i think twice in their history i could be wrong about that so seeing aew go out there Selling this many tickets is insane. I know that they have a huge market uh, base like overseas. So seeing them go out there and do that, that's pretty impressive. So shout out to them for killing it and doing the damn thing. Uh, staying in the realm of AEW, I'm going to move over to some CM Punk stuff. So this is a this is a quick one. Um, I couldn't find exactly the article I wanted, but this pretty much just has – it's going to help me lead into what's going on here. So – this is an article, Russell Talk, once again, written by Connell Rumsey. So CM Punk is sporting a new look. There you go. He look, he's bald again like he used to be back when he was a heel in 2013, I think it was. But that's not the major story. Uh, the major story is, as we know, I talked about it many months ago. That would be hilarious if that was the major story. CM Punk is bald. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is, a, this, this is a huge story in the world of wrestling. Like, oh, my God, CM Punk got his hair. That's that's where we're at with wrestling. And you've put CM Punk in the title. Everybody wants to see what the fuck is happening. But um, I talked about it a couple months ago. There was the all out. There was the brawl out at all out where you had backstage CM Punk, good buddy of his, got into the fight with uh, got into a fight with Kenny Omega, the Elite, and some others. Everybody was suspended. Uh, all the people involved were like champions at the time. They all had to drop the titles. Titles were vacated, and AEW suspended all of them. Continued the shows without them. Uh, since then. As I've mentioned on the podcast as well, the Elite has come back. They've won the trio's titles, lost them uh, since then, and they've been doing the thing. So everybody's saying, okay, you got the Elite back. Are you bringing CM Punk back? 
because CM Punk drew big numbers. But the elite are the people who helped create AEW. They're the reason why AEW exists in the first place. Mm -hmm. So if you have CM Punk, one of the biggest number draws in AEW, and the elite, the people who are also huge number draws and created the damn company, can't work cohesively, is Punk coming back? It sounds like they're doing everything they can possible to make it so that they have everybody involved remaining in the company. So over these weeks that I haven't been able to do PVW, there have been a couple of things that have have been happening. So... CM Punk and the Elite, they still have heat, apparently. But Punk is willing to come back and work in the company. The Elite is okay with him coming back, but they want to try to do something where they don't work with one another. They're still in the company, and they're going so far as to even thinking about, you know how WWE has Raw and SmackDown, and every once in a while they do a draft where they separate the staff? They're thinking about doing the same thing in AEW, where you have one AEW (laughs) show with another AEW show, because it turns out AEW is supposed to be having another two-hour show soon at some point. So you might have people who are willing to work with Punk on one show, people who don't want to deal with him on another show, which take that for you, if you will. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? If you have somebody who half the people on your roster doesn't want to work with, that might be an issue. But at the same time, this guy is one of the biggest names in wrestling history. So you good? All right. So we got that going on. So uh, apparently there was a be secret behind closed doors meeting where uh, Punk met with FTR, who he's good friends with in uh, AW tag team, and Chris Jericho, along with Tony Khan, to have some type of discussion to see if Jericho gives the okay to have Punk come back. Because Jericho has, has uh, recently become Tony Khan's like right hand man, and if Jericho seems to be okay with it, he's gonna like on behalf of like the AW roster be like, okay, Jericho being the locker room leader, Punk's okay. We could kind of work with him. So the meeting occurred. We don't know what's happened with that. Um, and ever since then, there have been a couple weird things where. WWE Raw not too long ago was in Chicago, and CM Punk was apparently backstage at a WWE show, which is fucking crazy. Uh, It was also found out that he was removed (laughs) by WWE from the WWE show, but he did have a discussion with Triple H at some point. We don't know about what. Um, Shortly after that, CM Punk was seen backstage at a TNA, not TNA, at an Impact show, another wrestling promotion. You know, Punk's a wrestler. He's been a wrestler for many years. He has friends in all these promotions. Maybe he's just visiting people because they were in his hometown. We don't know. But it's just a lot of stories are coming around. And supposedly, Punk's supposed to be coming back when AEW does their next show in Chicago. So we'll see if that's the case or not. Also, CM Punk is bald. So, (laughs) uh, Real quick, going to move over to Impact. I never really get to talk about them in uh, PBW, so I'm glad to mention it here. This is actually a tweet uh, from Kumar Zaman. Uh, he got some images of a very famous wrestler who made her debut in Impact. So these aren't the greatest images. But as we can see, Trinity Fatu, formerly known as Naomi in WWE, uh, has finally returned to wrestling. Uh, she is in Impact. Um, so Trinity Fatu, formerly known as uh, Naomi, the wife of Jimmy Uso in WWE, she and Sasha Banks left I think years ago at this point or a year ago at this point where they, uh, they were upset about the women's tag titles, not being, uh, you know, spotlighted in WWE. And, uh, they were just like, fuck this. We're leaving the company. They walked out and then were eventually released from their contracts. As we know, Sasha Banks became uh, Mercedes Monet and she's been wrestling in Japan and a couple other places. And she's like this, one of these top indie prospects right now. Uh, so now we finally get to see what happened to Naomi Trinity She's here on Impact. She's already competing for titles there and everything. Uh, the fucked up thing is you have a lot of fans who are like, this is bullshit. Nobody watches Impact. But then you start to remember that some of the best wrestlers ever have come from Impact 
AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels. Like, you know, they were on many other shows, but they did have a big part and impact as well as like Sting, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, all these big names. So seeing her there is great. Hopefully she has a huge success and becomes a star in this company. Uh, pretty much how they never really made her into one that she, like she should have been in WWE. And last news story I got here real quick. Uh, I find this interesting. Uh, first off, as always, let's look if it's a Grant's face. That's my thing. Okay. I always want to zoom in on his face if possible. Uh, real quick, this is uh, also from Wrestle Talk, another story written by Sanchez Taylor. Let's, he just let's looks like he's up to no good. Let's give Sanchez Taylor some spotlight right there. Look at that guy. Look at how happy he is. Vince McMahon looks That's like those nice. women that do a lot of Botox. I mean, he, I think he's one of those men who do a lot of Botox. Let's be real. I know, but yeah. Also, is that a shark or is it a T Rex? I them. You know, it's animals. T Rex. That's a T Rex. It's not a shark. No. How do you know the difference? <laughs> uh, sharks have rows of don't teeth. Have, not they, they don't, don't have those teeth. teeth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Also, Appreciate the jaw it. structure is different. I don't know. It's a fucking animal. If they show a shark, uh, a shark. Uh, tooth it's not it's never sideways because it can't be sideways it's like a shark jaw looks like this it's okay. in this shape okay makes sense well i get it it makes perfect sense as man's old he probably just has one of his best friends back there hanging <laughs> but besides that <laughs> um i just find this article pretty interesting uh uh be creative from back in the day jesus <laughs> Uh, WWE creative scoffed at Vince McMahon pitches for Roman Reigns at Night of Champions. <clears throat> so I don't really have much to say about this, but what stems from this. So I want to say one of the last times I did a bigger episode of PBW was talking about whether or not Vince McMahon is still running the show. And since then, things have happened. Triple H has been running the show. Vince has been doing it. So things have been OK. You know, they're 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 OK. And this kind of proves it. Where Vince McMahon is over here writing pitches for what's going on with Roman Reigns, who's been champion for damn near a thousand days now. And then you have uh, Vince McMahon's writing a pitch, and then you have somebody from WWE Creative fucking scoffs at him. Great sign. Great sign. Because if that was the case, if somebody even thought of doing that, they would have been fired from the fucking company. So the fact that we have writers doing this now shows that, okay, Triple H is running the show. Um, I did read another article. I was trying to find it here. I couldn't where apparently Triple H is also ending, quote unquote, all of the Vince McMahon storylines that are in place. And is we're going to have fully just straight up Triple H led stories in WWE, which is a great thing. So good to see that uh, Vince McMahon still doing his thing as the what is it? President, I think, of WWE once the merger happens with UFC and all that endeavor. So but at least the day to day, the storylines and all that stuff is still Triple H, which is a great thing, I think, for wrestling fans uh, un- until people decide Triple H is old and they want to turn on him. But for now, he's he's good. He's old and we like him and he still spits water. So shout out to you, Triple <laughs> H, and thank you for not having an H in your real name. So that's everything I have for my actual uh, my wrestling news. I'm sorry. I'm half asleep now at this point. Um, but uh, that's PBW. It's glad to be back. Nice, nice, nice. All right, well, let's do uh, let's wrap Final up this thought. episode. Um, I'll go first. <clears throat> Final thoughts. Um, man, I cannot. There's like three games that I want to play that I can't play right now. But hopefully I'll be able to play Zelda because it plays on the old um, Switch. But I need news about this PS5 Pro to come out ASAP so I can get that shit so I can play 
Think you got um, a little bit to go. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I'm not buying the PS5 now. If if it's within a year, then I'll I'll, I'll just wait. It's whatever. Um, I'd say I'd say I'll, I'll give it two. Two, really? I give it two. Yeah. Oh wow. Ah, yeah. eh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I I, I really want to play um Jedi Survivor, and um, I don't really need to play this, but I I do want to continue the story, which is um. Fuck, what's it called? Horizon. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and those are my final thoughts. Can't wait. All right. Did you ever beat the uh, the God of War? I mean, is that I never went mode? back to it. The podcast ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I didn't even want to bother uh, with Jedi Survivor. I was yeah, like, I'm not uh, playing yeah. this for the That's podcast. why I didn't even bring it up. That's, <laughs> yeah, I, I still, yeah. I honestly, God, I really feel bad about God of War. For you. I'm sorry. No, nah, it's it's all good. Yeah. It is what it is. But um, you had to do it for people like Henry out there. Let's blame him. You know. Hey, hey it's it's all good. Still love <laughs> you. Needed you, to know. Yeah. Um. All right, Disco. Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. I uh, man. I have these next two weeks are like finals weeks. Ooh, Diablo four. I want to play that. I played Yo. Diablo three and I and I liked it. So Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, save it for my final thoughts. I know what I'm gonna talk about now. Thank you, Henry. So, ah, man, that's awesome. So for the next two weeks are finals week, so I'm gonna be very busy and uh and I'm also probably gonna be moving to a new apartment uh, within these two to three weeks. So I got a lot going on and uh I just can't wait for it all to be done so that I can play some Zelda with my bros. Um Myself, most likely. <clears throat> um, so sad. <laughs> well, it's not a multiplayer. I mean, game. it's a single player game, yeah, but it's still that's. that's sad. <laughs> so I'm well, looking forward to everything. Myself, like <laughs> a bunch of people could get together and play a single player game. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I'm looking forward to just being done with all this. You know, life is coming at me, so. Uh, just waiting for those next two weeks to be done so I can wind down, relax a little, and be not have to worry about school because school is, man, it's real tough. I, I spent three hours yesterday, no, two days ago on homework, on one homework. It's it's crazy out there, man. Stay stay out of school, kids. That that'll get you. It'll get you. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, definitely, if you can. Uh, school's a blessing. Definitely pick up a trade or do a two year or whatever. It, it only benefits you. Um, but I'm just looking forward to, uh, you know, getting it over with so I can play some games and have time. And, and uh, like I mentioned last week, uh, I want to get back into writing. I've been writing a bunch of like notes from my book and had, getting all these ideas. And I've been looking at all these like ancient Egyptian videos and lore and, and uh, ancient um, Indian lore too. And they got the craziest stories. So I kind of want to, you know, tidbit, take some, some, some ideas and uh, really to deliver an awesome uh, story for y'all. I'm just, uh, I need time. That's what it is. That's my final thoughts. I need, I need more time. Yeah. I want Henry's final thoughts to be showed up on the chat if possible. That's, love. That's a great story. Final yeah. thoughts for me. Got a text. That, well, a text for my sister was told by dog Willie, who had his toe amputated because of a tumor, uh, because the tumor burst, is now cancer free. So shout out to Willie. Uh, you know Henry's dog. Congrats, he's had, he's cancer free. Yeah. That's great news. Um, we we're all animal lovers here, so we like to yeah. see that. So that's a great yeah. final thought. Thank you for sharing that, Henry. Um, that was awesome. 
For me, uh, real quick, I uh, whatever the hell that was, Disco, that you did, where you're just like, don't go to school. I just the whole time I just saw this character called Uncle Disco, and I want to do something with that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, my final thoughts. Uh, that could be a TV show. <laughs> yeah, right, Uncle Disco. But uh, real quick, uh, Final Fantasy 16. Can't wait to fucking play it. It looks phenomenal. Diablo 4. I played the open beta for it. Disco. I'm going to get Diablo 4. You can get Diablo 4. We could play on different consoles. It's cross-platform. We could start a fucking clan, and I'm down for it if you're down for it. Is it, uh, is it laptop? Because I gave Eric my Xbox because this shit broke. You can play a shit on anything. Anything you want. Henry, Switch. you want it on this clan? You want it on this clan, Henry? <laughs> I might do it. <laughs> he too, said, I go. shit. Let's go. Let's shit. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm honestly really gone. down. If y'all jump on Diablo 4 without me, I will I will jump off this podcast like <laughs> I don't even like uh, multiplayer games like that, but Diablo 4 was so good, I'm down. Nice. I'm nice. Down. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I wow. never took you for an, like an RPG type person. Man, you're that's the game type I like the most. <laughs> Are you? I talk yeah, about it all the time on the podcast. I okay. <laughs> you like to level up and do powers and stuff yeah, in Dungeon Crawl? But uh, real quick, um, Rogue, always, Hunter. But uh, ah, what's it that's, called? That's, that's what I like to choose, too. <laughs> no, I, I might change it up. I'll fix it. I'll figure it Actually, out. Actually, in, in, in 3, I chose uh, uh, the Shaman. Okay. Or, or whatever that was. Yeah. No, we're going to have to figure this out. We're going to have to talk at some point where we all figure it out. <laughs> Eslam, you could, we could tell you about it because you're not going to play. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, my final thought uh, is uh, Jedi Survivor, real quick. Which Doctor? Yeah, that's who I was. <laughs> uh what's called jedi survivor great game i hear there's a lot of bugs there's a lot of crashes great news so far for me on ps5 have not encountered one bug maybe i looked out maybe because of the day one patch i'm i'm good but i'm liking the game um it plays just like the original so i know that's uh that's good news for anybody who liked the original Mm aslam and uh it's good i'm enjoying it there's a lot more customization i gave my cal kestis a grown man beard nice because he's a grown man now mm-hmm. and you could change the outfits everything is not a poncho so that's nice uh you could change a lot of stuff with bd1 there's more customizations for the lightsaber more force powers uh stories that involve the high republic that's what it's called right uh, so yeah. the high republic is involved mm-hmm. in these storylines which is really cool nice. so um yeah i'm enjoying it it's a great time uh, i'll keep you guys updated on that that's uh, I'm like sure the I'm golden gonna... age of uh, of jedi yeah, exactly. That uh, was right before yeah. the events of uh, Star Wars. Yeah. So, I mean, that's there. There are ponchos, Henry. Just not every, you don't have to pick a poncho. But um, no, it's great. I'm enjoying <laughs> I'll keep you guys updated. And uh, hopefully, I don't run into any bugs now that I've jinxed myself. But we'll yeah, see. right. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening to Los Wise Guys podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to follow us on social media. Uh, Go check out the Los Wise Guys website. And please don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. It helps us out immensely with the algorithm. Uh, Comment below. Tell us what you think about everything we talked about. And then share with your friends. Thank you for listening. Have a great week.